Welcome to Cabot Coverage. This is the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. Uh, This episode, we're talking about A Lady in the Lake, which is episode seven from season two. And Megan, oh, sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Susanna. Hi, I'm Megan. Hi, I'm Glennis. And I'm Ashley. And yeah, Megan's going to provide us the synopsis this week on this episode, so I'll pass over to her. All right, so kind of a complicated episode. Jessica goes with her friend Harry to visit an inn outside of Cabot Cove, and while bird watching with one of the guests, she sees a woman, it seems like she's fighting with her husband, and it looks like the husband throws her off the boat and she drowns. But there's a twist, which is that she (laughs) has a lover, and she and the lover have orchestrated this plan to where she's going to scuba away and then escape with him. Long story short, he's the cousin of the mean husband, and he kills the lady so he can inherit the cousin's fortune. And just a real star-studded episode. The owner of the inn is Lee Merriweather, who's a, a Murder, She Wrote favorite of mine, former Miss America and Catwoman on Batman. Uh, William Christopher is the bird watcher. He was on MASH and a movie called With Six You Get Egg Roll. I'm not going to get into that. John <laughs> Ashton is the real estate agent. He's Gomez Adams. And Lauren Chews, from, who is Julie from Love, Love Boat, is in this. And we've got Sheriff Amos Tupper and Doc Hazlitt in this. Great. Thanks, Megan. That's perfect. Um, so yeah, we last episode, we went through a laundry list of things we wanted to cover when we talk about an episode. And I think there's, I'm not sure where to quite begin with this. Um, I think it might be worth beginning with window peeping because the episode starts mm-hmm. with some real creepy peeping <laughs> by, <laughs> by Lee Merriweather as the inn owner. How dare you? <laughs> You know, Glynis was right to add it to the list because I, as we were watching, I was thinking, gosh, you know, was there any window peeping in this one? And sure enough, (laughs) within two seconds of the episode starting. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's worth, because Megan mentioned this, like, Grace Overholtz is the name of Lee Merriweather's character. And in the end, she's kind of like a cool fellow widow of Jessica Fletcher. (laughs) But in the beginning, she's like Mrs. Danvers or something with like her weird outfit and her gross hair. And she's only, I think, in her 50s. And they make her look a bajillion years old. So what were people's feelings about? I mean, Glennis thought, I think initially she might be bad because she was so weird. I I do think that there was a lost opportunity with her because... There could have been a second story about her frustrations with the one guy trying to make, so the real estate agent is trying to overhype the inn and say that with a celebrity like Jessica uh, J.B. Fletcher coming in, that it will boom all this business. And every time he mentions these comments, he kind of shuts her down and gets frustrated. Uh, she gets frustrated with him, sorry. And... Um, so I thought that it was going to be this whole thing that she was sitting on a lot of debt or something like this that was a parallel side story. But then it just kind of all went away. 
and was fine. Troubled brother. So he didn't know he was her brother who worked at the thing and was just banging ladies. I mean, I guess that's... I think Sorry. that I mean I think there were like so many guest stars that like I feel like they just overloaded it because I feel like there would have been yeah. a, there would have been a great What's opportunity. What's the age gap between her and her brother? Yeah, what about that? I couldn't thought? find an age for him, so oh, yeah. he, his IMDb doesn't <laughs> list an age. But he, let's say he's thirty, and she's fifty. That's like generous okay. to say that he's thirty. Well, you think he's younger than that or no, older I think than that? He's older. <laughs> Really? Do you? Oh, it's really? I try and young. make him look thirty, <laughs> especially with those I mean, short. That those mu- that mullet scene, <laughs> some stuff. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I think if we're discussing, if we want to discuss one segment, my favorite outfit was whatever Jack was wearing. Honestly, 100%. yes, yeah. he looked. Even those shorts, the, like eighty shorts, where they want you almost to see like the crevice of someone's butt cheek from behind but not quite yeah and it's like he even looked good in that and then he had those white trousers on and like a pale short-sleeved short turtleneck and it was like still looked good yeah I get it yeah little room for forgiveness in those outfits and he really just <laughs> looked and like they were gay. made out of out of like spandex all of them <laughs> because he was like the workout guy to another great question you know this is a rare double hunk episode mm-hmm. you know i would hazard to say that this is a triple hunk episode whoa, whoa. so we got I, I don't mind a little burton hollis <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i have to say i get why the wife was cheating on her husband with him he's way more my no. type than the other two <laughs> bit of a eunuch. No, no. I don't know. I thought those, like, shorts that came right up to under his nipples were, they were Did doing something like for me. you like how judgy he was about Jessica's bird watching style? <laughs> oh, I loved it. I love when people get shady about Jessica's stuff. And, he's like, <laughs> it's like, and then he didn't even know where the yellow warbler net whatever lived. Uh, rookie on the mistake. Ground, <laughs> we can't get up at dawn. To, we will miss all the birds if we don't get up at dawn. But isn't it still dark out? And don't the birds kind of sleep at night? I mean, when I, she said that was one of my lines was, "Shall we say nine o'clock?" Like, yeah, I'm not getting up at dawn with you, you crazy person. <laughs> birds, I don't even know yeah. you. I mean, my oh, favorite. Mm-hmm line was when she was taught when she saw there is that there's a few plot lines here but that one plot line with joanna mm. and joanna is also a guest at the hotel is that correct mm-hmm. and she, <laughs> her line after the naked running yeah she likes to yeah. run naked just to like free herself or something <laughs> and um uh the the bird watcher, you know, mentions that there's a person that like watches her or something, and Jessica goes, "Only one." I'm surprised she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't get like a whole crowd around her. <laughs> no, that was funny. Oh, also, like she's so shady to that poor girl. Because later when she's talking about her robe, which I loved, she went, "It's an unusually beautiful robe for an unusual girl," or something like that. And you're like, 
isn't it just a nice robe? Like, why do you have to say, you say this girl has like no taste? <laughs> the fact she has a nice robe is like refers to her as an eccentric nature girl. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah. Who, which one of you said that she was like 80s, um, what did you say? Like 80s hippy dippy or something like yeah, that? Like 80s, yeah, like a nature lover. She said she only drank water from a mountain spring. <laughs> Isn't there beaver fever in mountain water? I mean, it's... Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. It's supposed to be that if it's running, it's the chances of getting it are much less. But if it's standing lake water, then you don't want it. So if she's saying from a running stream, presumably it's fine. Either way, I'd have some antibiotics on hand just to (laughs) to be on the safe side. (laughs) Yeah. Also, fun I mean, fact about the guy that plays Jack, his name is Charles Taylor. Not a ton of work recently, but he, I think, was supposed to be in a Knight Rider spinoff called Code of Vengeance. Because I noticed he was <laughs> the same character in Knight Rider as this TV show that looks like it only aired for four episodes. I mean, he was... <laughs> He had one of my favorite lines, which was you were talking about. I think Liz, you were talking about it. <laughs> like, the guy's like, why didn't you report that the scuba gear was missing? And he was like, oh, I was hung over. <laughs> like, yeah, that's no, a good reason. Susanna, that's giving him way more animation. He was like, I was hung over. <laughs> he sounded like a robot. <laughs> If he delivered it in the way that you had said, it would have been a lot more convincing. He's like, I don't know. I was hungover. <laughs> also, he, this gets into the whole Jack versus Kyle debate. I'm going to take mm-hmm. Burton out of this equation. <laughs> and so, who, okay, who would your guys' choices be? I mean, I, so I thought I Jack wrote, was cuter. Well... Uh, so my hunks, I wrote mullet hunk, which is Jack. Uh, this was before I knew his name. And then Kyle. And then in an arrow, I said, that booty in those gray slacks. So they were oh, yeah, cool yeah. for me. Um, Megan, did you, did you let everyone know that Kyle is another a guest of the hotel? And his wife? is played by, I think you had some intel about that as well. I do. Um, his wife is hooking up with Jack. It's She's played by Julie Tews, I think you say her name. She was, Ju- or Lauren Tews, sorry. She was Julie on Love Boat, but ultimately got fired because of a little bit of a cocaine issue. Mm. But Ashley, mm. I also was hoping you might say what your thoughts on the Jack-Kyle situation were. <laughs> I love Jack. I think he's a classic 80s hunk. I mean, he's got the feathered hair, mm-hmm. tight booty, the clothes painted on, and shorts within like an inch of showing something. <laughs> and those are all boxes that I like to tick. He was also with Jack. He's that classic 80s like workout guy who's mm-hmm. got muscles but no definition. So it's like all very yeah. sort of like smooth. But he, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I said Jack. Exercises <laughs> were stretches. Oh, God. Yeah. I, well, and the comment that I oh. made that. Ashley, uh, Megan was, wants you to say something specific. Oh, excuse so me. I, what <laughs> I said was 
each of the hunks provided different vibes for different days. You know, say you want a nice night out, then you go with Jeff. Say you want a little bit of something else, you go with Kyle. And I think Ashley had like a very specific comment on this debacle. <laughs> I did. Um, I said Kyle on the streets and Jack in the sheet. Thank yeah. you. That, and no that's way. exactly <laughs> my point. Which I is think why right. I think together they make the perfect man. Mm, and that's why yeah. I think. <laughs> <ones, laughs> that combo with a dash of Burton. With a dash of Burton right. Hollis. Burton Hollis is like the guy that you meet up with on none Sunday. of your friends are right <laughs> around yet. <laughs> You're like, you can come by my apartment, but don't let anybody see you come in. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a generous lover, but you're too ashamed to, like, make Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he's a 53-year-old man. You know, I can't be just taking him out with my friends, okay? He's super into bird watching. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, a real God. ornithologist. Oh, he, <laughs> So biggest hunk for most of us was some combo of Jack and Kyle. I, Kyle's not even on my radar. I'm like ride or die for Jack. Yeah, I think I'm the only one who like to dip my my toe in the the Jack. Uh, wait, Kyle. I don't know. Whatever, Kyle Pond. That butt really threw you, huh, Glennis? Kyle, <laughs> it did. It I only had one shot, it. but it was so glorious. It's when he turns to Jessica Fletcher, and um, I think the sheriff was in the shot. I don't know. I was pretty blinded. And it's a profile view of his butt in gray slacks. And it is turkey. Yeah, okay. from that point forward, she confused all the male actors together. <laughs> I mean, she yeah. was saying they were all blonde. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very difficult. I, now I, I think this is a nice segue into Glynis's guess. Because obviously when she saw that booty, there was no... She couldn't see anything else, even the plot of the episode. Mm -mm. So, who is your pick, Glennis, for the murder? Well, it's funny you should say that, Savannah, because my pick is also Kyle. Every criteria was met by Kyle. Favorite outfit, <laughs> Kyle. Worst outfit, <laughs> Kyle. Guest star, Kyle. And also potential murder, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did point a gun at someone eventually. I know, and he did, but glossed over. Like the episode ends, and he's not in trouble for pulling a gun on someone. I'm the guy sure was sleeping with his wife, Megan. I mean, isn't that a crime? Well, and that was as soon as he started being emotional about his wife cheating on him with the pool boy, boy whatever. He immediately, I knew he was not the murderer because he was too emotional whereas they played up the murder to be very calculated which he ended up being um so yeah my world is kyle sorry guys <laughs> well glenn is fun fa wait megan do you have any trivia on kyle before i, I honestly say? didn't even <laughs> no i don't <laughs> okay fun fact kyle and the lady that played carolyn who died in the episode are married in real life. Oh! And what? They, they have been married. So They're so still married. Off? They have a kid together. He has like a normal IMDb page. If you look at her IMDb page, it is the most horrifying picture. It's like a still from a horror movie that she was in that is her <laughs> main picture on IMDb. It is shocking. Like, if you have children around, don't Google 
now. <laughs> I was like, what's going on with this lady? <laughs> yeah, they're married in real life. I like it. Interesting. I like it. I like it. And so I we've just got to plug again that Lee Merriweather is so beautiful. I know that kind of made her a little more frumpy, but I do love her. It's like they didn't, they made her still quite, it was like she was the sort of crazy lady of the manor kind of thing initially, but then she started to start talking to Jessica and you realize like, oh, she's not like that. But she, her opening line, one of them is when they have an Edgar Allan Poe picture above the fireplace and Jessica says, oh, you know, but I hope you don't hear ravens, you know, in the night. And she goes, don't have ravens. Did hear some squirrels in the attic once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That whole Edgar Allan Poe thing. And then for them to tie it together at the end, at the end, Jessica closes the door normally and the Edgar Allan Poe you know, silhouette painting that he had, then drops to the ground and she opens the door and is like, what? And I love I, the end shots of these episodes. They're so great. Like, like, why bring Edgar Allan Poe in this at all? Did he really go to Maine? Did he really go outside of Cabot Cove into a lake? Well, they sort of address it because she says this can't be more than 10 years old. And she's right, because it looks like a 60s office block, <laughs> like in the stairs and everything. And um, so they do make a joke out of it. But yeah, you're right. It is like it, the weirdest, I don't know, This the set design on this one was a little bit strange. Well, even and, if they had said, and maybe they did, but if they were like, oh, because there's a lot of ravens in the area. I think he was supposed to have stayed there like that was yeah the, i think he wrote something yeah there. i also think like they you know really milk the literary thing for all it's worth you know yeah. like throughout the series just to like constantly remind you that she's a writer and like as though she's on i mean i don't know what her books are like but one of them if if joanne is to believe one of her books is called the killer called collect <laughs> And so she's meant to be on par with Edgar Allan Poe. Like, what is that? Like, oh, you accept a charge from murder? Yeah. I just thought that was so funny. Oh, and she's sitting there like, yeah, funny. I did write that. Okay. Oh, I love Jessica because she's so... Wait. Shady. Sorry. No, sorry. Is there any episode that mirrors one of her novels? So we have a couple where they're trying to do adaptations of her novels. So one is a movie, Mm. but it's not, she gets upset because it's not very true to the novel. It's like a slasher. And then once they're doing like a play adaptation Mm. in London, but I don't think you even get to see very much of it. Um, and no. I think it was saying yeah. before the, oh, I think the writers kept under wraps the plot lines of her books. <laughs> There's the one where she wrote the book and then got sued because a real life per, do you remember this? It was like the murder in like a computer store or something. And, um, the guy was saying it reflected too much 
like of a real life case where his wife had died and then in her book it's the husband who did it or something like that mm. yeah I like I was thinking that. more the reverse of that so she had written a book and then there was this uh, Miss Marple or whatever where <laughs> they're then mimicking the book oh I that- see no I, we don't have anything like that and I mean, listen, she's like dining out on the corpse dance at midnight for like two seasons. Uh, it's only now that I've heard of this other book. The Killer Cockle. <laughs> 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 it. I also I'm really happy sorry, to ahead. see um, Sheriff Tupper and Doc Hazlitt. Yeah, so we're back in Cabot Cove, which is nice. I gotta say, every time I see Seth Hazlitt's glasses, it makes me so happy. <laughs> I just love his glasses so much. I do I do have to say, though, that, like, his outfit, so the first couple seasons, he's got, like, a hard middle part, and <laughs> that's challenging for me, um, and I think his whole, like, Colonel Sanders adjacent look is tough, because I forgot it. As the seasons progress, they loosen up a little bit. But I think that was, like, one of the worst outfits for me. It yeah, was the, the very, hard part was rough. Sorry, it make it go on. broad, like, New England or Maine accent. It's like, hey, ma. Okay, that's not quite right, but you get it. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He, but then, weirdly, because he was younger in this episode, I thought he looked kind of good. I thought he looked like... Well, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. What am I learning about myself in this episode? (laughs) Like a gent of a certain age. I like him to be wearing hiked up trousers and (laughs) a million years old. Sensible eyewear. Yeah. It's just like, it's so, and then I love when he's like, do you want me to give you a lift back to Cabot Cove to Jess? And she's like, no, no, I'll stay here. And then you realize what he means is a lift back in the ambulance with the dead body. <laughs> like, oh, no, I don't think she does want to take that ride. That is, yeah, it's, I like, I really like this episode. I do too. I think it's a yeah, really fun Yeah, it was cast. a good one. Uh, like, speaking of which, should we discuss favorite guest star who was every i think yours was lee merriweather is that I right mean, megan I, like if she's in an episode she's gonna be my favorite okay what about you ashley um so i always like john aston yeah, 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 yeah the one that plays harry and i i guess i always think that like he's a big name and when i see his name in the episode yeah but then he doesn't play like a pivotal part in the episode Except for the one where he does. Yeah, there is one. He comes back. No, I know. But I just, I'm always like, maybe he's just bigger in my mind. <laughs> no, he would have been, pre- I think, I think he is, I bet he's like there for a day. You know, they've got him for like 24 hours and they just try to like fill him mm-hmm. in where they can. Yeah. And I think he always reminds me of Peter Sellers and I don't know why, but. Yeah, that's yeah. a similar look. Anyway, that's I can see part. that. They might all be just like lumped together in my head as one person. <laughs> Glynis, I feel like we maybe know who your favorite guest star is. Could yeah. it possibly be Kyle? It could possibly. <laughs> and <it> I, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Um, I really liked the guy that played Howard, Lawrence Luckinville. I, I thought he was really good. He sort of 
like he kind of made me feel like I wasn't watching a Murder, She Wrote episode for a second because it wasn't all like hammy. It was sort of like he had a character and it felt like real to that character. And the bit where he's, the wife's died and he's actually kind of upset. You're like, oh, right. This is like, this is <laughs> he was when we got bludgeoned. He was in other stuff. He also wore one of my favorite outfits, which was that um, blue cardigan over a pink shirt with a white flat cap. I thought that looked pretty sharp. Was couple thread episode? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Megan, he's a little young for me, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, he still had his natural color hair. He didn't go (laughs) through white hair. Um, No, he was good. I thought... I actually, I thought all of them were good. I thought the girl that played Joanna was really good as well. Um, yeah. I, so speaking of outfits, I think, you know, we talked about Jack's beautiful ensembles and I actually really liked Joanna's outfits, all of them, the comfy blue sweater, the, mm-hmm. the unusually beautiful yeah. green kimono. Um, did anybody else have any others other than those ones? I did. I know it was kind of loony, but I I did like Grace's bow top with a pencil skirt at the beginning. Yeah, I I, I, I hated it initially because I thought it was just like an entire dress of this like camel weird, almost paisley sort of polka dot ish outfit and then I saw the black pencil skirt and I was kind of into it so also Jessica had a gray jacket in the beginning that I liked yeah Yeah, Jessica's is that a member jacket (laughs) (laughs) okay that jacket I'm not making fun I just thought it like had like the band like the cotton band no you're right it had that sort of sheen to it as well it was like a gray, like oh oh the trench coat, not yeah, the yeah. not yeah, the, the trench yeah, coat, okay. not the not the sports jacket. <laughs> okay, because my worst was um, Jessica's trousers that she wore for the majority the of the episode, one. where they came just above the ankle and they were pleated and also shiny and like a bit too tight, like not tight, like yeah. they fit her fine, but like you know. And like, it takes a lot of confidence for a woman to go around accusing people of murder dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, there's like 14 pleats on each leg. And you're like, yeah. And, oh. so and there's a lot of full body walking shots in it. So you really get to see where it hugs and it's ill-fitting. Well, this yeah. is what I'm saying about people being old. It's like, she isn't that old, but it's like they've got a dresser. It's like, this is an old lady marching around this place <laughs> accusing people of murder. And it's the same goes for Lee Merriweather. I mean, she can't have been that old. And yet they dress her like a Victorian spinster. And it's like, but then they soften it later. They sort of give her more like flowery top, like a dress later because you're like, why? She's so beautiful. Yeah, it's why like the like stuff. <laughs> that's what it is I couldn't think of it for a while and I was like no wait I can figure this out yeah that's what it is that's it's interesting as well because I don't know if you guys pay, like notice this but the women in this episode are all wearing not a lot of makeup you know sort of like quite minimal you can see a lot of freckles which is quite nice the men have like foundation <laughs> troweled onto their face like it, it, everybody jack kyle all ages yeah and it is like 
what are and we going a for? drastic line between their face <laughs> and their neck. I mean, putting Jack in a pale blue shirt was a risk because he was going to have brown marks all over it when he tried to take it off later. <laughs> yeah, but it's like bronze within an inch of his life. <laughs> I mean, they had to put one of those like dog collars on him to get his clothes over his but yeah, I thought that was really funny because it's like, oh, the women all look very like natural or beautiful. And it's like the men are like, I don't feel confident going out unless I've spent two hours in makeup. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't notice that, but now I feel like I need to go rewatch. <laughs> um, okay, so we've had, let's see, let's go back to our list of things that maybe happened. We had no thunder, we had no secret doors, we had no Ooh, phone mark kiss. cutting. The kiss is an interesting one. Jack, I think, and the blonde lady, where I wrote the least passionate kiss ever. They kept their mouths closed so tightly. It was almost like they were siblings that were forced (laughs) to act together and then kiss and wanted (laughs) as little connection as humanly possible. You're right. I put very dry. <laughs> very dry. That's how they like film those things. I feel like. but it's, they're like strip off every bit of lipstick and lip gloss they have on their mouths and then have them like, and then like sort of put a little sandpaper on there and then have them kiss. And that's what the effect is I want to go for. You're right, Glennis. It was very unpassionate. And then when Jessica walked in on it, they were like, what's she seen? It's like nothing. <laughs> And then he like kissed her again to drive home the point that he didn't care what anyone thought, and it was still just like right because Glennis, he's a forty-year-old rebel. That's what everybody loves. (laughs) I do. I love this episode, but I felt like the ending too. So one thing I do like about Murder Shroud is like, oftentimes a character will say something about halfway through the episode, and then you know that they're the killer because Burton or was it Hollis Burton whatever his name was Megan it was Burton Hollis okay yeah, sorry Burton Hollis says <laughs> let me oh, check my phone <laughs> he hates confined spaces about Howard and it's like how would you know that because you're supposedly you didn't know each other mm-hmm. and so I thought that was good because otherwise I feel like I mean you never see the switch coming because you're like wait what <laughs> You do have to be really paying attention about the cousin and the sort of flip remark. And yeah, because there's nothing, he doesn't even seem to know the wife, or there's no. The cousin is dead. And presumably they didn't have that close a relationship. How would he know he was claustrophobic? Because they played together as kids. Oh, right. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was so there you go. We have a fake name and identity. Yeah. That's one of oh, them. Yeah. Burton Hollis is Arthur. So that's that's a check off the old list. Uh-huh. We had a, a bludgeoning, which, uh-huh. you know, no poison, but, but bludgeon. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> we had Ashley's favorite. I want to call it she-shaking. <laughs> I think it was a she-shaking. Uh, <laughs> but he wasn't trying to, like, well, I suppose he was trying to bring her back to her senses, but when Howard's shaking, um, or he's just trying to stop her from jumping off the boat, <laughs> but, you know, 
but I also, when Kyle grabbed his wife, I think that was a yeah. Oh, we had a little she shaking there too. Oh, she shaking time too. We let's see. We had the the fuzz and cop chemistry doesn't apply in this one because it's yeah. just Amos. We had no familial ties either, and the businessy business side of things is just the in. But then yeah. that doesn't really pan well, out I, into anything. I mean, I know the familial ties was only for Jessica, but. Secret cousins. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. And Howard was a success, or he inherited a bunch of money. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, and so the next one. So go on, Ashley. Oh, AJ, nothing but a number. Did Howard and um, who's the victim? Karen. Carolyn. Carolyn. Did they seem like? I mean, I guess oh, it would yeah. be like sort of blatantly obvious. But Go they, with your gut on that, Ashley. It's a little made to December to me. Well, she's 37 and he's 51. So 14 years, that's not terrible. I thought she looked a lot younger than that, actually. I yeah. Well, and I felt like they were trying to, you know, they're trying to fool you and have you think that Lee, Meriwether, and Jack are together. But, and that could have been a little, but it you know it turns out he's her brother oh yes sorry i was okay i'm not gonna oh, lie i got confused oh i missed that well because yeah. i think sheriff tupper's implying that she's the next in his long line of victimizing sort of wealthy yeah widows yeah and then uh jv fletcher goes not the relationship you think <laughs> and with her yeah deduction skills she figured out they were brother and sister but, okay, so we've had that. We had, just to f- wrap up on quotes, I know we've said quite a few. I just have two final ones, neither said by Jessica. Um, Amos Tupper says, Miss Fletcher, you're not a good loser, <laughs> which did make me laugh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, That's no kidding. One. And the last one was, <laughs> this is sort of inappropriate, but Kyle did refer to them all as pale faces. I was like, oh my God, is that like an acceptable term? And I don't know. It just like felt like, obviously it's like, to, I don't know, a room full of white people. You know, you're just like, oh God. So it's a little bit. It took me out of he the He studied abroad like with an indigenous tribe for six months. So like he can call people that. <laughs> is that what they said? No. No, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I missed all that backstory. Too busy looking at no. his butt. <laughs> I was making um, Glynis and Kyle fan fiction. Right <laughs> <laughs> She's like, in my story. <laughs> and then we met in the boathouse. After no! his wife had just eaten it up. <laughs> and he's so upset. I was like, Kyle, don't be so upset. <laughs> also, um, I like that we learned that Jessica used to go skinny dipping. Oh, yeah, that was a good reveal. It's like, yeah, right, Jessica. <laughs> also, she kept, instead of calling it like scuba gear, she kept calling it an underwater breathing apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just an oxygen tank with the mouthpiece? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it like instead of calling it something shorter, it was always and then is Scuba of, branded? No, is it? Is it? Is that the? Maybe it wasn't the eighties. 
She's like, I'm worried people will be confused. I need to be more specific as to what it is. <laughs> I think also. My, oh, sorry. Go on, Ashley. Oh, my favorite part was Sheriff Tupper talking into the walkie-talkie to his deputy. I love that they always cast a deputy that's like just a little dumb. Yeah. So the little comedic like bits sprinkled out when the deputy is like, hey, sheriff, it's so-and-so. <laughs> and sheriff's like, no, I know who you are. Like, <laughs> well. I love the local sheriffs. I think, I mean, the local uh, deputies. I know. I am, um, yeah, I mean, Sheriff Tupper also did something that I, it, it shocked me a little bit, where he's, he gets a phone call while he's talking to Jessica and he kneels on the bench, like he puts his leg up on the bench that she sat on, and <laughs> the junk is like right by her head. And I was like, why? Why did he do <laughs> Like this is the weirdest thing. I did not notice that. I didn't either. I, didn't either. I feel like I'm gonna really need to rewatch this episode right after even though I've seen this episode quite a few times, but this is all stuff that I, is like new. It was, well, it was interesting watching it and taking notes. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to lie. I'm normally playing spider solitaire while I'm watching episodes of murder. <laughs> she wrote. So it's like interesting to take in all of the stimuli. Like yeah. it was it, when, um, I don't know if you guys notice this, but <laughs> Jessica first gets there and Lemur where there's like, getting stuff ready for the inn and things. She's doing a flower arrangement. <laughs> it's literally like like a dozen yellow daisies and then like one hibiscus in the front. Just like <laughs> drooped over. Yeah. She's like working on this flower arrangement. I was like, that is the ugliest flower arrangement I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you know, working I didn't I did notice that also because the stems looked like they were probably plastic. I mean, she was just shoving them in. So, <laughs> I mean, like, with such rigor that normal flowers would probably, like, all crumple. And this was just, like, blink. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, but then it's, like, the vistas and everything were so beautiful wherever it was that they filmed it, for the outside shots, I mean, when he, she and Amos are sat up, like, overlooking the scenery, it's like, oh, this is a really pretty, like, place. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah. And I love, I love, like, coming back, or, like, being gone for a bit, and now we're back. I know we're not in Cabot Cove, but we're nearby, so we get all the, you know, Amos mm. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's nice having a little bit of, like, natural like the sort of like a natural comedy to the three of them being together, Seth, um, Amos and Jessica, because it's sort of, they're like old friends and you know, none of them did it. So it's like reassuring. <laughs> um, so that I always like it when it's the three of them, I think it's quite sweet and how they kind of rib each other and stuff. I think is very funny. Yeah. I like that. I, I do too. Um, so we've talked about the hunk off. Um, yeah. Kyle and Jack I think um I I just had a couple like brief oh, I had a couple brief things um when she hears the scream and there's the scary bird tweeting music because she's been looking for birds <laughs> so funny um so I like the musical cues in this one 
And then before we get on to the last final two segments, I was just going to say, um, I feel like we should add um, an eye close and a head shake as one of the checklist items when the murderer admits to what they've done. So oh, Jessica yeah. normally shuts her eyes and shakes her head, sort of an admonishment to say, can't believe it. Can't believe yeah. it. The world's yeah. a terrible place. <laughs> I think that those are always strong. So think, our last two, <laughs> sorry, go on, Ashley. Personal response. <laughs> so our last two segments are our favorite moment and how this episode ranks overall. Megan, did you already say, sorry, did you already say your favorite moment? No, and now I feel like, I, uh, come back to me on that, sorry. Okay, <laughs> who wants to go first? Um, I will. Oh, Ashley? My favorite moment was when they were in the cop car and the aggressive green screen behind them, only because <laughs> it, it was, like, there was a solid, I'd say five to ten seconds of just silence. And them just riding in the cop car in the background. I have to say, I did love this episode. So I will give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay, Ashley, do you want to go next? Um, I think the walkie-talkie shenanigans is my favorite. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, just keep everything sort of, um, you know, humble. Just a humble town sheriff. Uh-huh. <laughs> And Megan, what was your favorite moment? God, I mean, I love this whole episode. So I guess when he's, like, judging <clears throat> when they're on the bird watching and he's like, should we split up? Like, I kind of like when he's salty <laughs> with her. And any scene with Lee Merriweather, obviously. I just like the scene where they're going back to Seth's office and he's talking about the um, how the person died and they're going through the and the three of them are sat there going through the um the um sorry what do you call it the postmortem mm. and um jessica's saying see it doesn't fit in with you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, just because it doesn't fit in with your theory doesn't mean that it's wrong <laughs> like, i love that um so glennis this is is this now topped your list for overall yeah, ranking this is definitely top i mean considering this is now my third <laughs> um, definitely top. Yeah, this um, is one of my Megan. faves also. Ashley, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just like all the guest stars in it. That really sold it for me. I think um, this I is a really strong Parker. one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great one. I think you get, you get like the fun of Cabot Cove, but also the fun of being away. <laughs> So you get like all that sort of like, you don't know anybody, but it's like, you still get the like original people. But yeah, I really like this one too. I think it's really, really good. Um, was there anything else anybody wanted to add before we you, Susanna, check out? do you know the title of next week's episode? Maybe we can like. I think it's called Dead Heat, but I can't remember what it's about. I bet it's about horse racing. <laughs> you know what? I think it is about horses. Something to do with her niece. Okay. I really hope it's not oh, the one with... Her niece is the jockey. Is that... Oh, yes. I'm sure, Megan, I'm sure you're right. Because I thought it might be the one with... Yeah. Is it Christy McNichol where she's no, the, the rodeo, rodeo clown one. or something? Oh, I don't... Yeah, I don't like that one. Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had a big fight about this last week off the air. That's the rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> is that death under big top? 
now okay. no i know i okay listeners there was an off-air moment where i said i don't like death comes to the big top or whatever it's called when the person gets murdered at the circus i'm sorry i just i don't know yeah and uh i lost my mind because that's a great one <laughs> greg evigan's in it who's a real hunk, like a real real hunk and, and courtney cox is in it briefly yes so i i won't sit and listen to that my dad always sends me leprechaun statues i know he's alive <laughs> so, yeah. yes, i think next week is it does involve horses i can't remember if it involves her niece or not well hopefully oh, you'll come back oh yes tracy mcgill so oh, tra- oh a mcgill niece oh this is exciting stuff guys <laughs> <laughs> well Thank you for listening. Um, We hope you'll listen next week. And bye. 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 Bye.